Good day everyone and welcome back to another episode of Usapang Uspong. This episode will be an exciting one since our guests will talk about their experience with the COVID-19 vaccination. But before I get carried away, I'm Drea and I will be your host for today's podcast. So we know that our country is still battling COVID-19 after its first outbreak in late 2019. And last year was especially difficult for us Filipinos and everyone else in the world. Every day we hear the news about the continuous rise of the number of positive cases of COVID-19 in the country. Some of them we may or may not have known, and for most, 2020 left us feeling hopeless, scared, paranoid, and concerned about what life would be like during and after COVID-19. Thankfully, this year, there was at least some resemblance of hope and positivity in the nation because the Philippines was able to finally receive the first few batches of the COVID-19 vaccines. The procurement of vaccines surely is great news for the country because it will enable us to protect ourselves and those who are vulnerable. Since our medical frontliners are at the forefront of the battle against COVID-19, they are prioritized to be vaccinated along with those who are essential workers, senior citizens, and persons with comorbidities. Although the system is placed for organization and prioritization of those who are of high risk, it is so important that the vaccinations are rolled out to as many people as possible so we can achieve herd immunity in the country soon as well. The vaccination process is surely taking quite some time, but some are starting to be vaccinated, and I do hope we can safely recover from this pandemic as soon as possible in order to once again have somewhat of a sense of normalcy in the country. So with us today are a few of our Usbong members to share their experience of being vaccinated. It'd be great to have somewhat of an inside look into the whole vaccination process, especially for someone who has yet to be vaccinated. With that said, why not hear someone's first-hand experience being vaccinated? Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Okay, I can start. Hi, I'm Gabriel Cortez. Hi guys, I'm Ken Jamante. Hi, I'm Rihanna Kiros. Okay, so first, thank you for joining us today despite this really busy schedule. So how have you guys been so far? I've been doing good, you know, just a lot of schoolwork recently. Yeah, I think for most of us, it's really like the exams week, uh, the finals for everyone. So submissions are really piling up. But, you know, uh, it could be worse. I actually just finished um, my first year of um, freshman in college. So I'm free now. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely agree with the schoolwork and such. So to get started with our discussion for today, um, can you guys share with us when you guys got vaccinated and what vaccine brand you guys got? Uh, I got the Sinovac vaccine. Um, for me, I was able to get um, the Sputnik V vaccination and I got it um, in the first week of May. That was my first dose and my second dose was actually yesterday. Just like Ken, I got the Sinovac vaccine and I got it around mid-April and I got my second shot um, just two weeks ago. Okay, so with that, um, were you guys the only members of your family that got the vaccine or did you guys get it together and if you did, was it the same brand or did you guys all like get different brands? Well, for me, uh, my brother and I, uh, we were given the opportunity to get the Sinovac vaccine because that was the first one that arrived in the Philippines. But my parents actually opted to wait for more options and they ended up getting the Sputnik vaccine just like Rihanna. So yeah, we kind of have mixed um, vaccination results in, in, in the house or like what we chose. But so far, everyone seems okay. Uh, for me, I was able to get it 
get the same vaccine with my parents at the same time. For me, um, everyone in my family got vaccinated except um, my two younger siblings because they're not allowed to get vaccinated yet. Okay, so uh, let's talk about how everything worked just so our audience can hear it firsthand. So first, of course, was the registration process. So how was that for you guys? And did it take long for you to get a response and a confirmation regarding your vaccination? Um, actually, when I applied for the vaccine, I had to sign up through a Google form or uh, an online form for Muntinlupa. Tapos, um, siguro mga three days after, um, my mom told me that I could get the vaccine rin. So, yeah, my mom, my parents handled most of the paperwork. And, yeah. Uh, same for me. I also um, registered in Muntinlupa's um, vaccine website and since my parents and I like we all have comorbidities we were able to um, get an email back regarding our schedule after like a few weeks after um, all the senior citizens if I'm correct that they were able to take it now yeah yeah so obviously with that it really differs um, with where you get it and how long it actually takes for the vaccines to arrive. But I think now um, a lot more people are getting vaccinated since majority of the batches are already here. So hopefully the flow of that continues. Um, and with that, like with your vaccination, uh, was there a specific protocol you guys had to follow prior to being vaccinated? Um, we didn't, I don't really have any protocol per se, you know, like I didn't have to follow a special diet or anything. I actually just had to show up on time and with a good night's sleep. Well, according to my mom, at least, no. Um, uh, yeah, and I just got vaccinated, so that's pretty much the whole process. Similar to Ken, there wasn't really any protocol that we had to follow, except um when we got to the center where we were supposed to get vaccinated, they just asked if um we were if we had taken any vaccine prior um within like a 14 day range so that was like the only thing yeah in my case um just again no special no special diet required um i guess we just you know those who didn't really feel well um didn't really push for their vaccination first and it was more of a case-by-case thing more than like a special protocol that everyone was given so, um, yeah, I think later on we'll talk about the, the process itself when, when you get there. But I think before you leave for the vaccine center, there's nothing that you really have to do. Yeah, so can you tell us about the actual vaccine administration process? Like, did you have to wait a while? Was there a long line? Because from what I've heard, um, right after their vaccine was administered, they had to stay in an area within the facility for 10 to 15 minutes after receiving the vaccination. But also there are other people who had to wait a few hours in line to be administered. So did you guys have a similar experience or was it different for you? So for me, um, once we had our registration papers, uh, when, when we arrived at the center, it was actually um, at Sacred Heart uh, Parish in Kupang, Muntunlupa. Uh, they already had a lot of booths set up that you could just show your papers and they could put it in the system that you can get vaccinated. And mm-hmm. once we got into the area where they were administering the vaccine, 
it probably took me around 30 to 45 minutes just because there's also a screening process. They um, ask about, you know, previous health issues or your, your, your current condition. And uh, just like what you said, if, you know, um, you took another vaccine. So all, all these sort of things just to make sure that um, you're, 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 you're fit for the vaccine. And then once we got it, the 10 to 15 minute wait, which um, you heard about, that was actually a monitoring uh, like a monitoring area, uh, a time frame in which if any side effects would uh, you know show up or manifest, then at least you would have um, you know doctors and nurses there on, on site to yes. sort of treat you with that. So it's not, it's not really like they wouldn't let you leave, but they just want to make sure that you were okay before leaving. What about for you, Ken? Um, for me, uh, the I actually had to wait in line for like three hours. So I got there for my first dose. Um, I got there mga eight, and then I got administered mga eleven. Same with Gab. Um, there was a whole process of uh, checking if you were fit enough to take the vaccine, and uh, yeah, after the vaccine, there's a monitoring period. For us, it was uh, half an hour, and yeah, um, it's a pretty standardized process for everyone there. Uh, for me, naman, um, it's similar to Gab. It was pretty fast. Like, of course, there was um time for everyone to um get screened and make sure everyone was okay. And I think it took about maybe an hour total from getting in the center and to, including waiting and um to see if we were okay to before we left. So what about after the vaccination itself? Uh, were you guys told to follow a certain protocol uh, once you got home or for when you're in public or anything like that? Um, we were told to um, contact them if we felt any parang, unwanted symptoms, no? like if we felt sick or anything. But luckily, I didn't receive, like, I didn't feel any of the symptoms. Um, we were told not to drink alcohol for around a week or two because um, some th- they told us that um, if you drank alcohol, kasi, you wouldn't you couldn't sometimes tell if the symptoms were from the vaccine or from alcohol. So they told us to stay away from alcohol. Um, yeah. So I did. So, yeah. <laughs> what about for Yuri? Same thing with Ken. Um, yeah, just the no alcohol and um, we were also told to rest, like we weren't allowed to exercise first for at least a week because we would be feeling, we would, because this is uh, the time frame where we would experience like, the side effects if ever it would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, in my case, uh, we were told to rest and uh, hydrate because especially, I mean, it, you know, it's been really hot the past few weeks mm-hmm. in the Philippines. So, you know, staying in, I guess, was more, of because you'd want to rest not necessarily like isolate from other people so uh, at that point um there was nothing that was really like forced upon us or it was just uh, like a set of guidelines i guess that you know if you did feel these things then this is what you do yeah yeah so uh from what you know the symptoms and experience of the vaccination itself is really different for everyone so what did you guys feel? Did you have any specific symptoms for yourself? And did that vary between like you and your family members? And did it 
was it different between like the first and the second dose or were they similar? Can you tell us more about that? For me, there were no really big symptoms after the first dose. Like, siguro maybe, maybe it's just um, masipon ako. But yeah, I got sipon after the first dose. Um, the second dose though, um, halos wala. No, no, no symptoms for me. Um, I didn't get coughs. I didn't get anything. But you know, this is all very dependent on the person also. So if if it happens to me, it might not happen to you, or you guys might experience um, symptoms, no. But yeah. So for me, um, taking the first dose, um, on the first day, I didn't really feel um, much symptoms, much side effects. But the next day, that was when my arm sort of stiffened up. So I was trying to do exercise, and I noticed that my left arm strength uh, was pretty weak. But um, it wasn't something that really hurt necessarily. It was just more of a faint feeling. So uh, I put an ice pack and just continued resting. And after a while, it just went away. For my parents, though, um, they got the Sputnik vaccine. And they actually got very drowsy. Mm-hmm. And so like for like the whole day, they were just basically asleep in their room. Um, so I think it really differs from person to person and also to, from vaccine to vaccine. Because uh, I've, I've also had... Um, some close friends who took the AstraZeneca vaccine and they really felt feverish and they couldn't go to work. Uh, but it was only for a few days and nothing that you know was very dire. So it was just um, mild, but to the extent that they couldn't really go to work. Yeah. Uh, so my experience is actually very different from Gab and Ken. Um, I took, since I took um, the Sputnik vac- um, vaccine, um, the first dose, every time I would have a meal, I would feel nauseous right after for like 30 minutes. So for a few days, but then it was very hard to adjust. And um, my arm was also very sore. So after icing it, I would ice it after and then I would feel very feverish, but I didn't have fever. So sort of like a flu in that sense. And, but then after I took my second dose, which is yesterday, um, I noticed that I didn't feel nauseous after eating. And um, I'm, the symptoms are less uh, prevalent, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so for my parents, actually, they didn't really feel much except also maybe like the drowsiness. And my mom got chills like on her second dose. But then other than that, we were all like pretty much the same. Okay, so it's definitely obvious um, that it really depends um, on the person and what kind of vaccine they got. And even if it's the same vaccine, the symptoms that you could experience are really different. So I think based on your experiences, our listeners can get a glimpse of that and really understand that it's not always going to be the same for everyone. And I think that's um, a kind of mindset that's very um, obvious today. Everyone kind of assumes that with a vaccine, you're going to get sick and you're going to have COVID-like symptoms. And obviously, from what we, you guys just mentioned and what um, others have been saying, it really depends on the person. So I think that's a really important insight to get. And hopefully our listeners um, got that insight as well from our conversation. So... Before you wrap up um, this very insightful conversation, are there any final thoughts on 
uh, final thoughts that you guys want to share on the vaccines and the situation going right now? Yeah, I think it's important to also let the listeners know um, sort of why we chose to get the vaccine and especially like, you know, the brand that we took because I think there's a lot of negative press in terms of, you know, the efficacy of some vaccines versus other vaccines, especially the ones that are available in the Philippines. But um, the basically my thought process was at the end of the day, any protection you can get, just get it. Uh, it doesn't matter how effective it is, how strong it is, as long as it does something to help spread, uh, you know, spread um, the virus, but also, you know, to if, if I do get it, then I, w- I wouldn't necessarily be in a critical condition. So mm-hmm. for me, it was really important to just do something, not just for myself, but for my community, that if I do get inoculated, then I will be one step, you know, the community will be one step um, closer to going back to, uh, you know, normal life and, you know, yeah. being able to see each other again. And, you know, there's a lot of statistics that show just, you know, how effective the vaccine is compared to, let's say, not having the vaccine and just catching COVID. Like, at the end of the day, you would rather have a vaccine with, you know, bad side effects at the start, but not have COVID at all. So yeah. at that point, I feel like it would be important to just, you know, um, sort of make it clear that it doesn't really matter at this point just because we don't have all of the best resources that mm-hmm. anything you can get at this point would really make a huge difference and you know listing the numbers especially for people who don't have the resources to maybe get the vaccine or, or you know don't have their turn yet to get the vaccine mm-hmm. so we just have to i guess be responsible and uh, be proactive in trying to prevent the spread of this um disease uh this this virus um, for me, uh, when you guys get vaccinated to the listeners, um, try to do your own research before you get vaccinated. No, I agree with Gab. Super agree with Gab with um, taking one step. It's taking one step closer to you know herd immunity and every other buzzword that you guys hear. No, um, but yeah, do your own research. Search what efficacy me- efficacy means. Um, because, yeah, um, Sinovac gets bad press because it's 55% efficacy. But do you guys even know what it means, no? Like, you guys need to figure it out for yourselves. Um, and, and yeah, if you guys have the opportunity to get vaccinated, um, I suggest you take it because there's a lot of people who would, you know, love to be in your place to get vaccinated. So um, I hope you guys consider that option. Uh, that's it for me. Uh, I agree with both what Scan and Gab said. And yeah, it's really important to research because obviously there's a lot of um, word that's going around and it's always, it's very easy to believe in fake news or news that's made up. So it's really important to you know check your credible sources and make sure that what you're reading is you know, correct, and it's been researched already before. And in terms of um, the vaccine and like what to get, uh, I think at this point, our main goal right now is to fight this virus, and which is what the vaccines are for. So the best um, vaccine is whatever is available to you. So whatever is available to you right now, whatever, um, don't try to like, Oh, I want this one. I'll just get this one instead. Like, 
um because our main goal is as much as possible is to you know lessen the virus or diminish it from the world or our country at least yeah yeah i just wanted to add um you know i think I can speak for all three of us um, that even if we are vaccinated, we still follow the protocol um, that that is you know established for to lessen the spread of the disease. That just because we are vaccinated doesn't mean that you know um, life's back to normal. We can do whatever we want. Uh, there's still you know a lot of procedures we still have to follow. That you know we wear our masks in public. We really distance if it's possible, and we you know we just um. Try to boost our immune system as well by drinking our vitamins and you know eating healthy. So I think these things are equally as important as getting the vaccine. I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree with your insights. Um, right now, more than ever, um, as much as COVID is getting worse in our country, fake news is also very prevalent until now. It's always been. So I think with anything, it's just as equally important to educate yourself and to make sure uh, what you're learning um is facts and from credible sources that's super important now more than ever um and thank you guys for sharing your insights um that's very helpful i'm sure our listeners would love to hear that so before we end thank you so much to gabrielle and ken for sharing with us your vaccination experience i'm sure our listeners learned a lot from you because i sure did and some of us are still waiting to be vaccinated so hopefully you sharing your experiences helped ease their minds a bit Um, with concerns that they have about the vaccines. That's all we have for today's episode. Before we end, we'd just like to remind everyone that voters' registration is still open until the end of September 2021, so be sure to register to vote and to learn more about what it means to be a registered voter. And we are also encouraging everyone to continue following safety protocols and social distancing even if you aren't vaccinated yet. Let's all continue to protect ourselves and one another and let's not use being vaccinated as an excuse to be careless. We still have a long way to go for recovery and for normalcy in our country and in the world. So wear a mask, practice social distancing, wash your hands and be safe always. This is Drea. Thank you again for tuning in with us today. Stay tuned for our next episode of Osapang Uspong. Stay safe and take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having us, guys. Bye.